Hello friends, this is Jake J. Thomas of Jake J. Thomas Photo bringing you another episode of the Dialogic Podcast. Here we are, it's Tuesday, the second day of sheltering in place. The coronavirus quarantine in effect. And today I had my daughter... And we went for a walk. Now, walking is one of the things that you can do. For the most part, we're actually just supposed to stay indoors, stay in our homes. But you can get out and get some exercise. And so we did that. We had a little picnic. And we managed to avoid everyone. Hard to explain to a kid what's going on. But I just tell her that, you know, there's a really bad flu going around, a really bad cold, and we don't want to get it. And so during this time, while there's no school, we're waiting to figure out what's going to happen. And we just have to keep a personal bubble around ourselves that's bigger than usual. You see, that's one thing that kids already understand is they understand personal space as a bubble. So you just got to change the size of the bubble and, you know, show it to be as big as the room. Be like, all right, now this is, we both can be together in the bubble because we're family and we live together. But for anyone else, they've got to stay outside of our bubble and we've got to stay outside of their bubble, which means that when we go out in public, we have to be very careful and not go where there's a lot of people. And we're gonna walk, we're gonna cross the street, and we're gonna avoid where people are. So we did that and had a nice little picnic and the dog got some exercise and you know, on the days when I have my daughter, that's going to be a big part of how we spend our time because I think that for one thing, seeing her out there, she's excited and active and she loves having the little snacks and, you know, her spirits are high and she feels good. And it's a good way to interact and get exercise. And so today we did about two miles and I think, you know, we're not, I'm not going to push anything, of course. We're just going to go as much as it feels good. But, uh definitely a great part of the day and so I'm going to try and go tomorrow it's her mom's time with her but she's got to work online so I'm going to get up early get some work done and see if I can go spend a couple hours taking her on a walk tomorrow as well curious to see how you all are spending your time if you're not here in Santa Cruz or one of the other counties that's on lockdown in this sheltering in place situation which it's very worrisome that it's going to get worse but also how do you expect people to shelter in place not go to work not have enough money to pay rent not have any money for food if you don't work you don't eat if you don't eat you die so are they basically just asking us to die until they give us some other solution? That's what it sounds like. That's what it feels like. And that is not acceptable, obviously. So how can we stay home? 
not go to work, not make money. You know, I think that they need to start delivering rations and immediately I think that this needs to happen as of halfway through this week. Which is today. They need to start delivering rations to anybody who is sheltering in place. How else are you supposed to survive? It's ridiculous. So that's going to start happening in bigger cities too. You know, New York is going to have it happen. And it's only a matter of time before they have to call in the National Guard. And it is a martial law state in certain areas and that is really really terrifying so try not to think about all that but at the same time it's happening so you gotta think about it and you gotta be prepared and you gotta figure it out you gotta come up with a plan and no plans are good plans right now but it's a day-to-day situation and You gotta just study the scenario and figure out, you know, what's the safe, smart thing to do and then proceed. Nobody knows. Future is totally uncertain. We're just trying to figure it out. And as the news gets worse and worse and scarier and scarier, we get more panicked and Anyways, we need to have some calming, cool, sensible, common common sense-oriented thought and action that's motivated by solutions and finding new solutions to the new problems that we're facing. You know, and like... Uh, not in an opportunistic way, but in a surviving way. We need to survive. So we need to come up with the solutions to the problems that we're now facing. And I want to get a little bit more upbeat about this whole situation because it is a moment where we can face the challenge of it and we can rise to the occasion and we need to rise to the occasion of this situation because it really is dependent upon our will. We have to will our way through this situation. It's going to take discipline. It's going to take organization. It's going to take objective, clear-headed thinking. We have to be smart. We have to be strong. We're being tested in a way that we never have been before, and we have to answer that call. Are you with me? Do you feel the same? (sighs) You know, and I know that we're all tired. We're all scared. We're all uncertain. But now more than ever is a time to go back to basics, to ground yourself in what you know better than anyone else in the world knows. And that's that particular set of things that you've done throughout your life. Those habits that you know can give you strength and sanity and peace. You didn't get this far, however far you've come. 
without learning a few things along the way, and now is the time to put those things into practice. And so if that's a doing doing 720 push-ups, if that's hiking 20 miles, you know what? That's one thing I'm going to do. You know, as soon as I can figure out how to pay my bills, I'm going to start hiking more than humans have ever seen before. I'm going to be the Cameron Hangs of this shit and keep hammering my way through more miles than Muir ever looked at. You know, I feel like nothing but trees and mountains and birds can really help me at this point. And the more of that I can get, the better. So on the days when I am not with my daughter, I'm going to be doing some very, very long hikes. You know, at least 20 miles a day I want to have be the minimum. If I have to do it at night, whenever I have to do it, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do it because... I feel like that's one of the only ways we're going to overcome this situation is by finding new goals within the constraints of what we can do, you know, and that's one of the ways that being an artist is kind of a great advantage because that's what we always do. We always try to find the most enthusiastic way to work within the confines that we're given to create something new, satisfying, fulfilling, expressive of the conditions. And, you know, I think that that is what we need to do. And I'm not of an opinion about whether or not this period of time is going to be good for anything because I think it's premature to make judgments. I feel like we're just in the midst of something that's happening and it's too big to tell what it is right now. So we just need to pay attention to surviving it, to helping each other and to figuring out what is actually happening. In the last podcast I talked about sort of the history of the term postmodern and how it comes from this gap between meaning and signs and when there's too much of a distance between the way something appears to be and the meaning that we're deriving from it there's a kind of symbolic violence that often leads to real violence as in the case of the LA riots and the interpretation of the video that ended with the verdict of not guilty for the officers who were seen beating Rodney King. We are facing a similar situation but on a global scale where we are it's much, 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 much worse, however. But the thing that's similar is the distance between what we believe to be true based on the evidence that we're seeing 
and the official interpretation of that evidence. So it's very disconcerting, it's very unsettling, but at the same time it seems as though the official story is changing over time and whether or not it becomes more credible is is for us to to see in time. Right now I think people don't know what to believe, people don't know who to trust, they don't know what the consequences of their actions are, they can't see where they're leading, they don't know enough to be afraid of what's to come, they haven't found the pockets of possibility where hope can begin to grow. You know, there's a lot of cognitive dissonance, that's a phrase I'm going to come back to again and again over the days as I sit down and take some time to record my thoughts to reach out to those of you out there who are maybe wanting some sort of company, some sort of thoughtful discourse on this matter. You know, and I am trying to be realistic about it, so I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm going to be as honest as I can about how I see things you know, and the true dangers that exist because that's the only way we're going to avoid them. You know, it's we're in the middle of a dangerous situation, so we have to face that danger. You know, nobody would ever choose the situation that we're in, obviously. It's a terrifying, unknown, scary place to be, but here we are, so... We need to go straight towards the danger, look at it, examine it, and make a plan of action. Obviously, that means lots more testing needs to be done so that we can have a visual idea of what we're dealing with. But it also means we need to have set in place some sort of remedy for the daily problems of life and that needs to come in the form of rations what i'm imagining is a box delivered to every u.s citizen who pays taxes or who is counted on the census as a dependent in a household for all those people they have our bank information from taking taxes out of that shit or putting it back in they know who we are, they know where we live, send us a box every week with enough protein, enough calories, enough soap, enough of the basic necessities of life, and we will be able to rebuild from there. But as long as we are left to our own devices and going to the grocery stores, fighting it out over toilet paper, this is going to devolve quickly into chaos that is beyond remedy. So that's what I think that we should be pushing for, is we should be pushing for an organized distribution of commodities in the form of rations on a scheduled basis. And we should all be aware of the supply chain so that we can protect it and we should know what the amount of food is available and if we don't have the right amount of labor to continue to create the supply of food that is necessary 
then we need to figure out a way to supply that labor, whether that means, you know, changing everything we do. It doesn't matter. We need to have a clear sense of that uninterrupted line of supply reaching into the future, both on an individual level and on a collective level. And until we have a clear vision of that, there's going to be a very high chance of there being a chaotic response to the news every day. They've asked us to stay home. They've asked us to not go to work. We need to have a consistent supply of nourishment in order to make this work. Anyways, that's my two cents on the matter. I'd love to know what you think. But I also think that, you know, it's like, that's really going to shape our ability to have any sort of stability, any sort of mental health during this process, which obviously is very important because making decisions out of fear is never a good way to to operate, you know, that's the last thing you want to do is to create a life that's based on a foundation of decisions that were made in fear. But we've come to this point where it's such a scary situation that we actually need to figure out what we're doing. You know, it's a reset. It's a I don't think people really fully understand how much this is going to change absolutely everything forever. You know, and some people don't want to admit that, and so they think that that's kind of like fear-mongering, but it's not. This is so much, so much worse than the 2008 recession and the lessons that we learned from it are going to be so much farther reaching and the changes that are already happening are so profound and disruptive to the core. So there's no choice but to accept that as part and parcel of life now. Change is here. So we have to embrace that change and make it what we can, make it what we want, when we can. And that's not going to be easy. It's going to be scary. It's going to be, you know, I'm sure that there's some people who are not responding to the situation with fear, and that's good because we need people to not be panicking. We need to make sure that we are thinking objectively as much as possible, whenever possible. And, uh, yeah, so these are the things I'm thinking about. How is this a postmodern crisis? Is this the crisis of capitalism that has been predicted by thinkers for a long time that leads us to some sort of authoritarian form of communism you know is this going to change 
the fabric of our lives uh, is this just a corrective phase is the natural world doing something to stop us from putting our foot on the gas and accelerating towards the brink with climate change. I don't know any of these things and I don't really care to speculate. As I said earlier, the meaning of what is happening now is not going to be known to us until much later, if ever. What we need to do is to stay focused on solutions. So that's what I'm here to do is to think about the problems and come up with solutions whenever I can and when I hear other good ideas to pass them on to you but also just to be a voice during this troubled time so that you can hear my wild ideas and either think that there's some merit to them as in the case of the rations you know, if this is a war on a virus and we're being asked to do things that are extremely outside of the norm, then we should be provided with kind of military ability to continue. That's what I would think. That's what I do think. I think we need rations and we need them now. We need to stop going to the grocery stores. People need to stop working at the grocery stores. We need to shift the entire way we deal with food production distribution consumption this is the end of obesity this is the end of so many things and it, you know it may be the end of a lot of freedoms but i think if you take a look at the world we've been in you can see that freedoms for a lot of people are not good in and of themselves that without some sort of structure, without some sort of guidelines, that freedom to an addict is death. You know, as evidenced by the thousands and thousands of opioid overdoses happening on an annual basis in this country. And I don't know what the answer to that is, but here we have this moment where things are going to change radically, and that's going to be one of them. So, taking some time to think about other people, trying to figure out if we can help them, but also just doing our part by staying the course with social distancing. That's what we can do. You know, and then it's like, there's plenty of entertainment stuff. If that's what you like to do, for it you know what I mean I'm certainly not here to judge anybody and how they're reacting to this moment I'm just trying to talk about what I am going to try you know and if that inspires anybody else to come up with some sort of fitness goal to really push yourself in one way or another and you don't have to it's okay chilling is cool too Anything you want to do is fine by me. I'm fucking not here to judge you. I promise you. But. Don't do bullshit. Don't do lame shit. I will judge that. But as far as like. Just not doing cool shit. Go for it.
don't do all the cool shit you don't want to do. No problem with that, but I've got a bunch of ideas. One of the things I want to do, I've been wanting to do, is to develop a course. <sighs> you know, I think that now is a good time for people to hit the books. And as I was saying, like, if we're going to redesign some of the things about the way we do business, about the way we live life, shouldn't we do so in a thoughtful way as philosophically as possible with as much wisdom as we can possibly accumulate as we can nurture in the gardens of our minds so that's it for today my friends I hope you are well excuse me if my doomsday scenarios scare you at all I'm just worried about all of us and I think that Getting those rations out sooner than later is going to help us just to create a stable foundation from which we'll be able to do the work required to redesign a way of living in this new world. If this is indeed a new world, we don't know. It's a wait and see thing, but while we wait, let's have rations. Okay, that's it for now. Remember, postmodern has to do with the difference between the signified and the signifier, the sign and the meaning. A symbol, a word is a symbol. It has two parts to it. It has the thing that exists and it has the meaning as you interpret it. But in a world of so-called fake news where facts are used in non-truthful ways there's a artificial distance between the signifier and the signified where that gap already exists because there's an arbitrary relation between those things but it's an agreed upon arbitrary relation between those things so that when we say blue we have enough of what that means in mind in common so that we can agree upon the idea that the sky without clouds is usually blue during the day and we won't just go ahead and then say it's orange but when we do that kind of radical lying is what I called it in the last podcast that sort of radical lying amplifies the postmodern effect to the point of crisis, which often results in some sort of violence. The violence of interpretation leads to a violence on the streets, and that's what we want to avoid, which is why we want to keep coming back to some sort of honest center, some sort of truthful middle where meaning has a ground to rest on. So I'll be back tomorrow trying to think through these things with you hope you all are well enjoy what you can while you can in this social distancing beginning phase i'm sure it's going to get interesting to say the least so let's just stay strong cheer each other on and help out when we can till next time another episode of the dialogic podcast peace